plot. Hi, this is Morgan. Uh, quick warning, there are spoilers for the books that we discuss in here. We list them at the top of the show. You don't want to hear anything? Um, check in later. Uh, we also read books with disturbing themes. So maybe also check back later. Bye! Or enjoy the episode. I don't know. It's up to you. So what did we read this week? So again, I have... Um... I have one book that I completed, but oh. I have another book that I would like to file complaints about. Yes. That I'm just, you know, we're just, I'm just going to tell the, tell you what, what I'm in the middle of. Okay. Um, but the book that I did finish was Julia London, the London Sinful Scottish Laird. And I was like, why do I know this woman? Uh-huh. Why do I know? Is it just because she shares the name with Julia Quinn? No, no, no. She also wrote Last Duke Standing. Yes. Because <laughs> I was reading this book, and I'm like, I'm just, like, not vibing with this. Yeah? It's not bad writing, but, but there's just something about it that makes me go, can we just move on? Yeah, you're going to No, and I realize it's because, um... You've read her before. I read her before, and I was also like, I'm, let's go, let's go on, let's go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I've been there. The other book that I will tell you about today... Um, is the accidental abduction great setup in the title, right? I yeah, I mean I do have expectations for it. Yeah, the title like that. I'll tell you. I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you what happens in half of the book. We're just <laughs> wait, wait. Let me say what I've read. Well, well, not yet. I'm oh, but it's by okay. Darcy Wilde. I'm still, you know. I'm just, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, now you tell me what you read. <laughs> this is. The weeks of novellas, man. I needed to read things, so I read things that were short. Okay, so I read No Place to Hide by Harper Ashley and Wren Hawthorne. And then there's a series called the One Night Series by Dana Isley, I believe that's how you say it. Doesn't matter. Games we play, and then the second book, Secrets We Hunt. I also read Wishing for Champagne Kisses by Brittany Nicole. That cover, let me just, what is this? Okay, it's like, not good quality. I'm worried that her hair's going to catch on fire. Well, I think it's fireworks in the background, but it looks like it's on top of her. It does. And you know, I'm not going to get into it. Sold to the Duke. Now, I know you have opinions already about that. I don't one. have opinions. I just am like, you know, what happened to you? <laughs> I came back around. <laughs> came back to my roots by Joanna Shoup. And then Megan Quinn, The One Night. Okay? Little little short, short stories. Had to read a lot. We made so it through. was the one night also a novella, or is it an actual... No, it's a novella. Okay. Well, it's like, it's called a novella, but it's a prequel to an actual fucking book, but... Have you read the... the... No, okay. I didn't know it was a prequel okay. until the book, until the little novella ended, and I went, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> We're not happy ending it. There's so many open ends. Yeah. Anyways, I will read the reunion eventually. Because now I need to know how their story yeah. ends. Okay. <laughs> I'm mad. Pounding over here. I am. I am mad about it. Alright. Okay. You wanna file some complaints? No, 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 no. I'll go ahead. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you about the book that I did finish first. Okay. Yeah, Julia London. The, the Sinful Scottish Laird, which is... Now... Scotland is like a big blank spot in all my historical training. So I'm like, you can, whatever happened in Scotland, I don't really know. That's how I feel about all of that that I read. I'm like, well, I'm just here for a good time. Except it wasn't that great of a time. 
Okay, so the plot of the Sinful Scottish Laird yeah. is we have this, um, again, it's not a virgin again, so I, I, I also blind picked this one from the bag on my couch. Oh my god. Uh, it is, this one is an actual widow. Okay. <laughs> uh, an actual widow. She's got like, I don't know, a six-year-old son or something. He's little. Um, and she was married to, at like 19. Okay. Um... And her, she, to a much older man, it was an arrangement, um, and the husband, Dick, when he died, he was like, you have to remarry in three years or you lose our son's entire inheritance because you're a woman and therefore I don't trust you with money. Which makes zero sense when he could have just (laughs) made someone else his son's, like, inheritance watcher. And given her a little allowance. <laughs> right? Like, dick move. Oh my god. And so everyone knows that she isn't, like, a, just sitting on top of a pile of gold. So she has, has to flee London because she can't get away from the suitors. And so she runs away to this, like, abandoned family hunting lodge in Scotland. And because it's Scotland, the English are a little afraid. <laughs> Oh my god. Of the Scots. This is amazing. Uh, Yeah, she really leans into the martial races mythology of the Scots. Nice. Uh, And so she goes there with a little party of of Englishmen. uh, (laughs) uh, And who are surrounded by all of these Scots. They also, she did decide to set it up in a very specific time period where there is high tensions between the Scots and the English because there's an uprising. That uh-huh. happens because of claims to the throne, whatever. We don't need to get into it. The point is, is that everyone in Scotland is like, these fucking English <laughs> are in our neighborhood. And so they get to this basically abandoned hunting lodge. And she's like, oh my goodness, let's just do some home <laughs> renovation. Like every and, woman ever. And, and everyone else in her party is like, and she's like, let's go. And she's like, I'm scrubbing the ground. I'm gardening. I'm cleaning. And people are like, you're a lady. This isn't what you're supposed to be doing. And she's like, no, 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 no. My hands are dirty. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love this woman. I Her name is care. Daisy, by the way. Of course it is. It has to be. That's a perfect name for her. <laughs> oh, she also ran away because um, someone who, in her youth, she was very attached to, reached out to her after her husband died on when she was on the brink of losing all of this money to marry her. And so she's like, oh, I have to get away to give him time. A little sus. Um, anyway, so uh-huh. she runs away. And while there, she meets, um, I'm not sure how to pronounce the name. Apologies. I could have just Googled it. I think it's Kayleen. You listen to me butcher names constantly on here, and you're going to apologize because you can't pronounce one? I I think it might be Kayleen or Kylan McKenzie. Um, So he's a Scot. He's Laird of Arendelle. He always corrects her when she says Lord. Oh my god. Uh, He's also like a notorious, like, so he's a nobility in Scotland, but he's also a smuggler. (laughs) Best of both worlds. <laughs> with with, with his brother, they're smuggling stuff in from France because England is also at war with France. Because oh, <laughs> this is just a time period where England is at war with everyone. Well, it's England. 
They just chose to attack. Um, and so... <laughs> he's a smuggler, but the guy, the old beau, was, is in the Navy. <laughs> and apparently they actually kind of know each other. They're a little bit of enemies. It's no big deal. <laughs> and they're like instantly attracted to each other. This woman is so horny. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't lead with that. But she's like, her husband was sick from the moment her son was born. So he was sick for a few years and then he dies and she's a widow. So she's like, I haven't been laid in almost a decade. She is ready to go. Is she is exploding. <laughs> So she, you know so, what? I love this woman. Have so, like, from page one, it's obvious that this woman needs to get laid. <laughs> she also just needs to get away from literally everyone. Yeah, she needs to run away. And men need to just, like, let her live her life. They need to quit being like, you can't, you shouldn't have your hands dirty. It's unbecoming for a lady. You can't manage money. <laughs> she just needs her own, her own time. She does. Um, and then I kind of lose the plot from there for a good middle chunk of the book. I don't really know. There's no real plot moving on. It's just her <laughs> stuck in Scotland with, like, these jackass Scottish neighbors who don't really trust her nice. and think of her as foolish. Yeah. And Kayleen McKenzie, who is her nearest neighbor, but he's also over a mile away. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> She's just living her life. So, like, they keep coming across each other because there's a giant pond right behind her hunting lodge and he goes fishing in it. Because it's not her pond. It's everyone's pond. Oh, it's the community pond. Um, So they keep running into each other in that way. And at one point, he goes down on her in a gardening shed. (laughs) I mean, that's a choice. Yeah, a gardening shed that another Scottish suitor built for her. And they laugh and they call it a coffin because it's not very big. Oh my god. Because <laughs> she, she throws a dinner party for her neighbors. And they none of the like people that she sent invitations to came. <laughs> they sent their, their sons. Because it's gotten to them that she's looking to marry. <laughs> They were like, you know what, we're not going to show up, but you know who's going to show up? Our eligible sons. Yes, and then because they're really leaning into Scottish stereotypes, they all just get fucking hammered. I mean, I'm down. Um, I'll allow that. Yeah, so, and you know, through this like friendship, affair, whatever she's got going on with Kayleen. Uh-huh. Um... They kind of catch the feelings. It's like, you're not quite convinced on the feelings that they've caught. (laughs) But, you know, whatever. Um, And then she, the the guy, the beau from Ye Olden Times, comes up to Scotland to fetch her. Uh And bring her back to London, where it is revealed... (laughs) Um, that he could have married her when they were kids, but he said it's for best that you don't. And she had always, like, admired him for letting her go. He didn't have to. And then she's like, and then he kind of made some questionable choices, and she's like, oh, you did this to get the money, so you don't actually want to marry me. Um, and so he kind of lets the little facade drop. 
Uh, and then there's the bishop who's trying to like arrange marriages for her. She is an adult woman. Let she her is a widow. Be. She can pick her own person. Um, so he's like trying to make arrangements for her too, and she's just refusing all of them. But she has to marry someone, or she ruins her son. Yeah, which, which is such a dumb setup. Like your husband was stupid. Yeah, he put a gun to her head and said, "You gotta fucking marry someone, bitch." And then. <laughs> yeah. And then so Kayleen decides to accept his feelings and he chases her to London. Now it takes like three to four weeks to get from where they are in Scotland <laughs> all the way down to London. Because London is, um, it's pretty like south uh, in England. Um, I don't think the Brits would call it south, but like from an American standpoint, I would call it south. <laughs> uh <laughs> Whatever. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, wait, listen. I have, I have to go on an aside here. I was watching TikTok and there was, like, this British guy who was trying to defend Americans because we always ask, like, oh, is it near London? And people are like, it's not near London. And he's like, well, because he went to Texas and he's like, you you know, Texas is larger than, like, all of England. Yeah. And he's like, um, it is near London to them because it's two hours away. Yeah. Okay? If it's two hours away, it's near it. An, an eight-hour car ride is nothing to an American. I know. It was just, he was like, we just need to give them some grace. All right? There, it is near that to them. Yeah. Okay? It's like, we are so sorry that three hours away is near something. Okay? Yeah. That's our bad. Um, anyway, so he catches the feelings, but the problem is um, he's a wanted man in England. Oh, God. <laughs> because... I don't think that there's a specific year, but I don't think yet Scotland and England are officially under the same. I'm not quite sure. But, like, they they have a really weird political history at this point. But whatever it is, he's a wanted man in England, but not in Scotland. Okay. So he goes to London, and he's kind of hiding out (laughs) in his uncle's house. Oh, God. Yeah. Just... And uh, and he arranges, he catches her son and um, her cousin, who is like a neurotic freak. Uh, <laughs> um, that's, that's, I don't even remember her name. She's just nervous all the time. <laughs> um, but, she also, but she helps watch the son. Okay. Um, and he catches them out while walking and convinces this nervous 20-year-old. Oh, no. Leave the nervous 20-year-olds alone. <laughs> to get... Her, uh, Daisy to meet him at this scraggly little church <laughs> so they can have a clandestine wedding which is super easy to get like erased <laughs> but he has a clandestine wedding uh-huh. <laughs> and that's kind of how they fix it um, and then they go back to her, fa- her, her English estate because but by this time the war has broken out and they can't return to Scotland because she's English <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> and that's the plot of the sinful lair. You know what? I love it. I'm I I don't it's I'm like, not reading it, but I love hearing you tell me about it cuz it's nonsense. Like all of that is nonsense. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's straight nonsense. I'm not it's really fun to explain it to someone else. That's all it's I, more fun to explain it yeah. to you than it is to well, read it. Yeah, because that's the Oh, good lord. There's so much. There's so much. Yeah, I was I was impressed that of the two books I picked at random, 
both of them featured experienced women. One a mistress, one an actual widow. I do love it. And the widow is even like, you know, I'm a widow. I have certain liberties now. Like, I can do things. <laughs> I have needs, and society knows it as long as I just don't make it obvious. Don't, don't be too horny, but be horny enough. Well, at one point when he is going down on her in the gardening shed, she's actually pushing his head. <laughs> yes. You know, she just knows what she wants. Yeah. She is gonna get it. Yeah, so um, that was the sinful Scottish laird. <laughs> sinful indeed. Sinful indeed. Now, I... You wanna log your complaint I do. Now? I wanna log my complaint about the accidental abduction. Do it. I am halfway through this book. Yes. I want to make that clear. I am on, like, chapter 22. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm on chapter 22. Yeah. I should also say I'm on chapter 22, and that means it's only been, like, two days in the actual passage of time in the book. What happens... Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so what happens is this woman um, is, like, her family is destitute. Her dad was, like, a stockbroker, basically, and lost all of the money through gambling. Um, with the stock market, or however much the stock market exists in 1800, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so she's the eldest of three, and so she's kind of like managing this destiny. She's also a widow. Where? Yeah, she's also a widow. <laughs> Who She also married a much else. So yeah, I picked three books in a row. <laughs> that are all widows. Yeah. Um, uh, to a much older man, and she's had to sell a bunch of stuff. Um, and her younger sister runs away to get married. Okay. And she's like, this is such a bad idea. And so she, of course, chases after her younger sister to save her family from this additional scandal. Oh, good lord. And it's like the middle of the night. She's got these fast as shit horses who don't listen to anyone else on a carriage. And she almost runs over this man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Harry. She almost runs over this man, Harry, who's a little buzz who just left a club because he got rejected for a marriage proposal earlier that night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Harry is like, what the fuck is this carriage doing? And so he jumps on it. <laughs> and that's the accidental abduction because she doesn't know now he's on the carriage. That is not... <laughs> I don't feel like that's an act. He willingly went... Well, right. I, he thought that it was a runaway carriage and he was saving someone. That's not... But he didn't realize that she's in full control of what's happening <sighs> and he's just along for the ride now. <laughs> yeah, that's not an accidental... That's an idiot being an idiot. He was like, you know what? Let me save this. Oh, it didn't need saving? Now I'm here for the ride. Yeah, so he's like on this high-speed chase to beat her sister. <laughs> and he doesn't know what's going on. But this is what's going on. It's she's on like this high speed reckless chase through London <laughs> to beat her sister to Gretna Green or the toll bridge where um, the the main road that goes out of London because you pass through it and there's an inn. Yeah. Um. And so at one point though she runs the carriage too hard and she broke I don't know a wheel or something. Uh. So they and a horse lost the shoe. So you don't want to drive with a horse without a shoe. Sure. So this is when they actually finally get to meet. It's <laughs> in the dead of night. <sighs> it's raining. They're soaking wet. <laughs> it's great, actually. I really love the book up to, like, chapter 22. Where you are. Um, and, <laughs> and this is when they get 
to really look at each other. Really look at each other, meaning by candlelight. And we all know in romance that is so fucking sexy. Well, it's candlelight. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sexiest light. So they're... The liquors. So they're just like, oh my gosh, the other person is actually really attractive. <laughs> and Harry, she makes a point of, like, talking about how built he is. Because he's not... A, he's not, um landed gentry he's actually the new rising class of like merchants oh there are air quotes around new uh-huh um and so but he works in the dockyard with with them in their i don't know manufactories mm. manufactories that's not a word no nope. don't worry about it okay uh, <laughs> so he's very thought. built and his hands are rough and she's like that's so hot <laughs> And she's tall, so he's, and he's also, like, she's the exact opposite of the woman that he just, like, just proposed to, I want to make it clear, that day, (laughs) who he, who was, like, really small and petite, and he was, like, convincing himself that this is what he needs to be, to be the perfect English gentleman, he needs this perfect little tiny English rose, and then he gets, um, Liana, uh, who is, like, tall, she's buxom, whatever, uh, like the opposite of what tiny little rejection rejection lady was. Uh, <laughs> so they make it to the inn. Yeah. Soaking wet. The innkeeper keepers are like, "Oh, you're finally here." So they think that it's the eloping couple, and they just go along with it. Well, wouldn't you at that point? And you need somewhere to stay. They yes, wait, we're here. They wait long enough, and you know the actual eloping couple arrives, and they learn that um, they take them separately. Because Harry's like, "Well, I'm in it now." I mean, <laughs> Harry, I'm in it now. I'm ready. Let's just go. You know, let's just let's follow the story to the end. I mean, I would. And what else am I gonna do? But he's like a full willing accomplice. He's like, "I'll watch the man. You get your sister." I love this man, who's just like, I'm in it. We're here, we're doing it. Full commit. Full, yeah, full commitment to the scheme that's going on. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) So he takes the man, and he starts getting him drunk. She takes her sister, and she learns that the sister is marrying this man for the money to save her family, and she's like, you shouldn't have to do that. And the sister's like, you did it. And she's like, that's not the point. It's like, calm down. Hold on. Um, it's not the point. That is very much the point. So, (laughs) so they get separated. Um, he punches the guy who then passes out on it. Well, he starts insulting, um, the older sister who I guess that there's some sort of scandal around here that I don't really, I don't know yet. I think it's that people are, think that she's a gold digger. Um, which is unfair in a society where you're supposed to marry up as the woman. You're uh, literally, that is your one job, is to marry better than your own class. Yeah, like, so I don't, I don't know, that seems unfair, but I, I haven't gotten there yet. I'll report back next week. Okay. Well, I can't wait to hear how this ends. Um, so he punches Armitage. Okay. And Armitage passes out and then he leaves early in the morning and the sister's like, you lost our meal ticket. <clears throat> <laughs> but in the middle of the night, yeah. uh, Leanna comes down, and the guy's still, Harry's still awake, and they have, like, a very intense makeout section session against, like, a barn wall okay. <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Um, and then they get up the next morning, 
Uh, and there, her uncle, because she actually, the sister lied and said that she was pregnant to convince her uncle to come to this inn to have them married because they conveniently have an uncle who's a priest. I feel like you could have just gone to his church, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> what a roundabout way of doing I know. this. So, but he comes uh-huh. and obviously she's not marrying Armitage because Armitage has left. Okay. Um, but Harry's like, what if I marry you, Lena? And Lena's like, be serious. He's like, nah. I think we would get along great. Nah. And I want to fuck you. What? <laughs> and you you want to do the same. Why not? <laughs> what just <And>, happened? <laughs> and Lena's like, you know what? Yeah. Why not? What? <laughs> Morgan, what is happening? <laughs> He's like, yeah, why not? Uh, so they get married the day after he gets rejected. <laughs> I, I need to know what's happening here. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they get married. Um. Sure. And they go back to London. <laughs> to this, like, swanky hotel. And she's like, oh, you're rich. And he's like, yeah, I'm rich. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I'm a merchant son. Of course I'm rich. <laughs> like, what were you expecting? Um, and so it kind of ends with them uh, enjoying their honeymoon in this swanky hotel. It's, it's not, it doesn't end. This is when it ended for me. It's where you were done. It sounds yeah. like. So, so this is going on and, you know, they're about to go to their families because their families don't know what has happened literally overnight. That is such a development. Literally, I'm like 20 pages in. It's been a night. Listen, they were, ex- they just had a great night and they were like, you know how we should end it? Marriage. Yeah, it's been like 24 hours for them. Their family doesn't know. They have no idea what's happening. Uh, right, so they're, that's where the last time I saw them. And then I get to chapter... Sorry, not 22. 20. It switches perspective to the shithead the sister was gonna marry. Wait. (laughs) Why? Why do you- wait, hold- wait. Hold on. I've been calling him Armitage. His name is Dickinson. That doesn't matter what their fucking name is. Why? Exactly why. It changes to the villain's perspective. Who is not a love interest. This isn't like, I'm going to fuck the villain story. It changes to the villain's perspective to tell me his evil plot. No. (laughs) No, it should have ended. It should have ended after their one night of of trash. Yeah, and... No. I, no. I know I need to know more, but I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I'm a little torn between if I bother reading the villain perspective chapters or if I just skip ahead. <laughs> you gotta at least skim them. Because it's like, I don't want to know. Another book that I read did this to me. Um, <laughs> the Which is why I'm like, I just, I have to, I have vint, I have venting that I need to do. Uh, there's a series called, it's called the Beautiful Series by Renee, like, Ade. I'm not quite remembering what her last name is. Whatever. It's a vampire series. Uh-huh. First book, great. You get to the second book, 
they start giving you villain chapters. And I'm like, I don't know who the who the fuck this bitch is. <laughs> I'm not here for it. Yeah. I want to know about the stupid romance that's happening between this I suspect not human vampire and this werewolf because we've really got a Twilight thing developing oh, in book two and I'm not really here for it and I want her to just tell the werewolf to go away. Yeah. But like they keep giving us villain chapters and I'm and I read them. I did. I finished this book and I got to the end and I'm like you literally didn't need any of those villain books. Those villain chapters. You could have just skipped them and had a better experience. No, you gotta read that perspective. And now, I haven't read the third book because then they start bringing in more characters' perspectives. And I'm like, I'm not here for these other people. I, <laughs> I read the first book. Give me my vampire, human, witch weird thing going on. I don't know yet. Let me have it. This series right here, the Red Queen series, it did that. The first one, it was all in the main girl's perspective. The second one brings in another one. The third one brings in another one. The fourth one, I don't know how many people were reading from. Four, three, I hate it. I don't, don't, I don't do hate it, I'm sorry. But I was like, I don't want to fucking read that because she was a bitch. She's like the main bitch. Like, you don't like her. And then I have to read her. I don't care. Book four. The one I haven't finished. I think three and four both gave me that girl's perspective, and I was like, I don't like her, and I don't want to read it. Yeah, I no. read it, was mad the whole time, but Yeah, I'm not, I'm not happy about it. And this one, like, it fully, I went to a full stop. Like, I slammed the emergency brake. It's like, I'm not here for that. I was really enjoying the weird shenanigans uh-huh. that were going on yeah. with Harry and Leanna, because it was just absurd. It's just insane choices being made. Yeah. And then it just switches. It switches to this to this other guy who's just pissed because he got hit in the face and that the sister ruined his chances of marrying a hot young bride who is underage. Okay. The sister keeps calling her underage. So she's probably like 16 or 17. She is like 23 or something. 22. Oh, that's an old woman. Um, she's too old. He, he makes a comment of being like, you're a widow? Were you like a child bride? <laughs> Mind your own business. You won't marry us off at 16, okay? Uh, fuck off. Um, so that's the complaint I wanted to file is that you get, you get 20, 19 chapters through it and then you get to chapter 20 and it is the villain's perspective. Yep. I don't Been give there. a shit about Done this it. man. Hate it. <laughs> he can be working in the background. I'm not here... To know the mechanisms of his plan, and that he's trying to get an accomplice, and that he's trying to, like, ruin them by getting some property. Like, I'm not here. It sounded like she needed to write more, so she gave... Any of it. Shit chapters. I'm not... Why are you doing this? I can't help you with that. The families don't know. You have a whole different subplot you could explore. Yeah, like, I don't know, the fallout of getting getting married married after one night of knowing somebody. I mean, there could have been multiple things you could go from there. Yeah, like getting to know each other. They barely know anything. She's told him that her dad is sick and she's in charge of her younger siblings. Yeah, I would she like... knows that now he has money and one sister. Yeah. That's all she knows. It would be nice to watch them try to live together. Yeah. Because but... you know it ain't gonna work out. No. At least not well. But no, instead we're we're in um, villain chapter territory and I'm just like, I don't know if I can. That's fair. I'm very upset. Can I lodge a complaint against yes, please. the private cathedral? Yeah, tell me about your, 
But I you're... tried. How many pages are you in? Because you're awfully close to the front of that book. <laughs> okay, well, if you're going to call me out like that. Um, eight pages. <laughs> I didn't even make it to double digits. Okay? Let me tell you why, though. This whole first chapter is Metaphor City. Now, I don't have a brain that works in metaphors. I think very logically and always have, and this makes me remember why I hated English classes and every book I ever read in high school, in middle school, because they're like, well, what does it mean? I don't know what it fucking means. If I knew what it means, we wouldn't be angry, would we? But, you know, here we are, okay? <laughs> like, I, hold on. Okay, you ready? This is the first sentence. I'm going to read you the first uh-huh. sentence. You know how it is when you've kicked around the globe too long and scorched your grits too many times with four fingers, a jack, and a mug, and a beer back, or with any other kind of flak juice that was handy? That's the first sentence. What? And if that wasn't enough, maybe doubling down in the morning with half a dozen tall glasses of crushed ice and cherries, sliced oranges, and vodka to drive the snakes and spiders back into the basement. I get it. You're drinking. Just tell me you're fucking drinking. Hold on. We're not done here. I, hold on, just, I'm just, oh, (laughs) pinchment for greed, like, who says that, who says it, destroy the blue marble, the big blue, just say earth, the world, what, for a brief moment, you scare yourself, I don't give a shit, okay, anyways, all, the, the whole, you know how many times I read this first chapter, just trying to understand, what the hell was happening? Metaphysical clarity are what I call the members of the 3% club. I'm sorry. I, I'm not here for this. I'm not here for it. I'm still trying. Okay, maybe I'll get a chapter a, a month. Um, it, metaphorical bullshit is 95% of that first chapter. I picked for you. One point, yes. No, yeah. I, I bought that. I, no, but it's the one I picked for you to read. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, Criminal Underworld. What? If I ever make it there, maybe. It's his fortieth book. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, we should have read the bottom. <clears throat> yeah, we should have. A private cathedral, James Lee Burke's fortieth book, and one of his most inventive works to date. Oh, we should have known that would put you on. Not only that, is it his 40th book, is the 28th in that series alone of the Dave Rubino or whatever it is. Robbish show? Yeah, whatever. It's the 28th book in that one. It's the last one, I think. All I can say is I read that first chapter 5,000 times. That's fine. Like, I read, like, what is it? Patterson's novels. Yeah. And they're fine. They're like suspense and detective-y some of them are. And that's okay. What I should have been put off was the Stephen King quote, which is a gorgeous prose stylist. Yeah. Right there was all I needed to know. If people don't start telling me straight what's happening in this book, I might lose my mind. I don't care that you're sitting at a bar drinking and like in your feelings. Maybe tell me your feelings. Because the... Uh, it ain't happening here. Cool as refrigeration. I just... Why are these the words you picked? Why? 
Why? Okay, I'm better. It's just like pretentious to a point where I hate it. She's not better. I'm not better. I'm not. There was something else in here that I didn't make it very... And Eva talks about, like, it being symbolic of whatever. And it's just... Barf. Like, that whole first part makes... Say you're sitting at a bar. Or you you feel like you're sitting at... What else did you read? Oh, things I actually read? (laughs) Things that I can understand with my simple little brain? Because clearly that ain't it. I'm going to try, though. Because maybe it's good, but shoo. Alright. Well, now that I've been pretentious, let's talk about things that are very terrible. You ready for the first set of novellas here? Yes, tell me. Okay, the first one I read was No Place to Hide. By Harper Ashley and Wren Hawthorne. One of them, it's like their first book and the other one helped write it or something. I'm going to show you the cover and it says, don't get caught. So you can imagine what kind of book this is. Right? Um, all I have for my notes is, chase through a carnival, consent. So she goes to this carnival and of course it's like a hot guy working one of the things mm-hmm. like the the weird the house of horrors or something I don't know. and she's like damn he's hot I gotta investigate so she investigates and he's like you don't want to be with me blah 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 you just need to leave she's like nah she sticks around he's like okay I'm gonna if you stick around then you've said you're okay with everything that's about to happen he gives her a safe word which she never uses like Here's a safe word. You're consenting. I think it's appropriate to put that in the book. Otherwise, this would have took a turn for the events. <laughs> and it's like one of those novels where he goes, run, and then she runs. And then he chases her. And it happens like three times throughout the book. There's no plot. It's just smut. Mm. All the way through. They're in a carnival. She runs. He finds her. Clearly, things happen. When he finds her. And then they restart. Reset. They do it again. Then eventually she's like, because she was like the perfect like girl, you know, never did anything bad, blah, 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 blah. And he's like a convict or something. And the night ends and she's like, well, now I'm ruined and I don't know what to do with my life. So she like waits some amount of time and then goes finds him and is like, I missed you. And he's like, oh, fine. And then they're together. What? Uh Uh-huh. It's not going to get better from here, Morgan. <laughs> okay? Okay. That was probably the worst book, but it's not... Not in terms of worst, but, like, there's nothing happening in these. My, my reference for a carnival is the Left for Dead 2 level. So that is what I am picturing. <laughs> you know what? It might as well be. Okay? She, at one point, she hides on, like, the Ferris wheel, and he doesn't... He, like, loses her for maybe an hour or two. Like, he can't... He literally can't find her. And he only finds her because she, like, peeks over the Ferris wheel. Because she actually climbs up the thing. And he, mm-hmm. he didn't think she would do that. Like, go to such great heights to, like, hide from him. But she does. Anyways. She keeps getting caught. I mean, of course. 
I mean, um, if it's consensual, I, I assume she eventually wants to be caught. Oh, she does. She's like, ooh, what will happen now? And it's like, girl, you're just horny. And she was. Alright, the One Night series. I read two of these. Okay, I'm gonna read all of them because I have to. The first one is Games We Play. And I was like, you know what? That's an interesting cover. See it? It's like I a, saw that cover. Yeah, like a mask type thing. Yeah. Well, this guy, he plays... He's a streamer, and he plays video games online, and he wears a mask, and he's got, like, a deep, sexy voice that people, like, ask him to do, like, weird shit. Like, they'll pay him to, like, say shit to him or whatever. Well, this little journalist who doesn't, she never, like, researches her people before she goes into, like, the interview, so she, like, comes to his house to interview him, and he's like, well, don't you know anything about me? And she's like, meh, not really. I like to see where the interview takes me or whatever. She's like, I get more of a, I don't know, wholesome experience or some bullshit. And they don't make it very far into the interview. I don't think they make it very far at all. He, like, shows her his, like, office and all this shit, fancy computers and the LED lighting. I don't know. They, they really made a point to talk about the LED lighting. Anyways, they decide, well, they're both horny. Why not? do this thing for, like, one night, because I guess he's in the, like, I said I got away from BDSM. I didn't. This one's kind of it, but it's not as bad, because she's not familiar with the stuff. So he's like, we'll do one night. See what happens. And do they do that one night? But eventually he's like, you know what? I'm going to take you to the club I own, because streaming isn't his only source of income. He oh, also, okay. like, does, like, tech shit. And he has, he owns a club. Really, their backgrounds make no sense, because it's like a friend, he's like in a friend group of like four people, he's a streamer, but he owns a whole bunch of stuff and does other crap, then there's like a bounty hunter, which never really gets talked about, and then there's two other people, oh, one's in the mafia, but won't say he's in the mafia, he's well, like- the mafia doesn't exist. Right. He's like, my family can do things, but he won't say what his family does or Anything, and then I don't remember what the fourth one is. He's like, he likes fire. He's like, they call him Pyro, and I don't remember anything else about him. But he takes him to the club, and his friends are like, oh, you're gonna like, you really like this girl, you should keep her around, or whatever. They just, it's all smut. It's all smut. Maybe like one percent storyline. They end up together. That's all I got for you. Let's talk about book two. Oh, also, they're only wrote in the guy's point of view. No female point of view. I don't know how I feel about that. I thought that. It's alright. Okay. It's It really doesn't take anything away from it. Because yeah. I'm like, what's happening? But, it's okay. The next book is about the bounty hunter guy. So, his, it had more of a plot. Like, it actually had some background story. Because they knew each other before. So, he's at the wedding of the first guy. And he sees his best friend from high school. She left him without ever telling him why she left. Like, they graduated and then she just disappeared off the face of the earth. Turns out his, like, uncle was like, you need to leave, blah, blah, blah. Or I'm not going to give the this boy his, like, company and whatever. But turns out he didn't want the company and it didn't even matter. So she ran away for nothing. Anyways, he's like, they end up doing it and all the fun things. But that's all I really got. Okay? These are going to be short inf informationals. You're not getting the Duke until the end. <laughs> Is it because they'll have a 
opinions on the Duke? It's the one with the most plot. Oh, okay. And you might have opinions. Okay. Alright, wishing for champagne kisses. On fire. On fire. Honestly, if this, I wish it was a whole book. I, I loved it. Like, it wasn't all smut. It was, they, they were best friends in high school. He dated, uh, like, her best friend and whatever. No. He didn't. That's a different book. They were best friends <laughs> in high school. She dated this, he dated this girl that didn't like her. Because, so they never really, like, hung out and got close or anything. But he ended up leaving that girl and moving away. And now they always kept in touch. Like, every night they would spend, like, 15 minutes talking to each other, like, texting or, like, FaceTiming or calling or whatever. So they stayed in touch. But they hadn't seen each other in person for, like, 10 years. So she comes in for the holidays to, like, spend with him. And he's, like, really excited because he's, like, holding a crush on this girl for, like, ever and they slowly realize, like, oh, crap, maybe we are good together. Like, he hangs out with, like, or she hangs out with, like, his family during, like, Christmas holiday. And it's just, it's so sweet and wholesome. It's such a, it's great. Uh, you know what? I would recommend you reading it. It's, like, 99 pages. It's worth it. You won't, you won't be sad about how it ends. Okay. He's a, Andy's a firefighter. And it's, like, <sighs> she talks about. She's just a funny character, because she'll say things, and you're like, that's hilarious. I think she calls him a lumber snack. <laughs> like, she says it in her head at one point, because I think she's, like, drunk or something. She, like, says it in her head, and she's, like, giggling to herself. And he's like, well, what are you giggling about? And she's like, oh, nothing. And then she accidentally lets it slip later, and he's like, did you just say lumber snack? And she's like, well. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the, mm, five out of five. All around. The plot's great. Like, it actually has one. There's things happening. It's wonderful. You love a plot. I mean, you have to. The other ones were all smut. And 1% of maybe a plot. Alright, let's talk about Megan Quinn. She led me astray, but I, I love her anyways. Okay? The one night. This is the ex-wife's best friend. Okay, so his parents are like, you've been divorced for a year. You need to put yourself out there. So they decide to take it upon themselves to be his wingman. She loves meddling. No, I'm thinking about Catherine Mora. You are? Okay, never mind. It's Quinn, which is, I mean, it's close enough. They're all, I love them both equally. But his parents decide that they're going to take it into their own hands. Right? They're like, you're moping around. It's been a year. You need to find somebody. So, he's like, let's not do that. Can he stop him? No. no. So, he's like, takes them out. And he, they are like, what bar should we go to? So, he picks the Dirty Beaver, which is like this worst bar. He thinks no one will be there. Right? Because it's not a good bar. That's why he picked it. He goes... With his parents, and his parents are like, oh, there's a girl. <laughs> we must go talk to her. Or like, you should go talk. And he's like, no. And they're like, okay. So they go. Well, they know her, and they're like, they're like, you know, chatting her up. And they bring him over. And they're like, here, you should talk to her. They know he, she's the ex-wife's best friend. They don't care. They're like, it doesn't matter. You all are adults. It'll be fine. Talk. So they talk. 
Well, to be fair, he, like, he, like, self-pities pretty hard. Uh-huh. And he, he refuses to sit right next to her, so he sits, like, one seat over, and he's just drinking whiskey. Like, throwing them back. So he's, Well, he's having a bad night. He's having, And then she was, like, saying how he, like, hyper-focuses on everything, and he's like, I do not. And she's like, did you know your parents left, like, five minutes ago? And he went, No. They just abandoned him. And then he, like, calls him on the phone. And her, you, like, you get the tell end of the conversation of him going, okay, but did you, do you have keys? And they're like, we took your keys. So he didn't notice that he was abandoned by his parents in this bar with this girl. And but he can't get home. He can't get home. He's drunk. He is drunk. And he's stuck with this girl that he's like, I can't go here. But they end up chatting. And chat, and, and then they're like, well, let's leave, and let's, like, go get food somewhere else. So they leave that bar and go get nachos. And then they're like, well, you know what? Let's go get dessert. She owns a bakery, so she takes him to the bakery and, like, lets him, like, taste test all, like, the wedding cakes and stuff. And then they're like, you know what? Let's do it. They do it one night. Okay, we're coming to the end of this novella. They do it, and he's like, fuck, I regret this. I shouldn't have done this. This is gonna ruin her friendship. Blah, 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 blah leaves. Doesn't tell her he's leaving. Doesn't text her he's leaving. Nothing. That's how it ends, Morgan. That is how the novella <laughs> ends, Morgan. And then I find out it says continue reading about this story in the reunion. <laughs> I was so hyped for them because they were adorable. Like their interactions were adorable. She was just feisty. Loved it. So, is the reunion out? Yes. And, but it's, like, it's a full-length novel. Like, 480-some oh. pages. I just feel like there needs to be a warning label on the front of this which, cute... Which came out first? Probably the reunion, to be honest. I don't know. Look how cute. I know, it's Why, a very why can't we write cover. down here, prequel to... Blah, 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 yeah. blah. You're going to have to read another book after this if you read this one first. <laughs> Give me a warning label. Yeah. No warning label. Yeah. I just... Warn me. I had such a good time in that book. And then he just up and leaves without talking to her. I'm heartbroken. Heartbroken. Because, okay, so I started this last night. And I woke <laughs> up this morning, like, you know, early. And I was like, I'm going to finish it. Little did I know, because I didn't think I was to the end, because he was already having regrets, but I'd closed the book last night to sleep. I wake up, I open it, it's two more pages, it's just him <laughs> fucking leaving. You know how mad I was? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Did what? this just happen? Like, he just straight up left. What a bad morning. I was like, <laughs> and then I was realizing, it's like, continue reading. I went, what do you mean, continue reading? <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't need this backstory. Oh, <laughs> like I can't get. <laughs> now I have to buy. Now yeah. I have to get another fucking book. Oh, I'm so sad for you. Of the Megan Quinn. Another Megan Quinn book. Me too. I still have one behind you. I gotta read. You have a lot of books behind you that you gotta read. Okay, yeah. Well, I've added to my list. Stop taking me to bookstores. Well, there's also all these books that I gave you. I know. That's why they're in their own section. <laughs> You're so angry. 
I'm just angry because it was a prequel to a book that I didn't know existed. All right, you ready for Soul to the Duke? Yes, tell me about Soul to the Duke. What is going on here? All right. So we have Lady Eliza. She's not a lady anymore. So her brother died, and he did, like, it was a young death. So he clearly didn't know to leave shit to his poor, poor sister. Yeah. So, some distant cousin comes in and takes over his, like, whatever he was, a duke, or I don't know. It doesn't matter. Whatever title he had, it gets taken over by a cousin. And the cousin's like, fuck you bitches. Not, kicks the sisters out, right? Just like, gone. So, she's like, shit, what do I do? So, she obviously goes to the bad part of wherever they are and, like, makes a living that way. So, she has a little teeny tiny apartment it's in a very rundown area, not very safe. She's been living there for five years. She's fine with it. She likes it. She has her freedom. She can do what she wants. She's taking care of her and her sister. Her sister, though, does have a weird lung illness that's never fully, that's all I say. She coughs a lot. So she, her sister can't work, so she takes care of her and her sister. So... She decides there's this auction of women, and it's, like, not a sketchy auction, like, but you get seven nights with whoever you buy. Right. Right? So she's like, you know what? I'm going to sell my virginity. So she <laughs> goes into this auction, and she's, like, very nervous, and everyone's like, oh, you're fine. Everyone's well-respected here, and then you'll just make a whole bunch of money, and you'll be all right. But these are women who have done it multiple times and aren't virgins, and she's like little precious, innocent little virgin. So she gets auctioned off last, and this Duke Blackwood, which is her love interest, is a friend of the dead brother. He ends up going to this auction for, not to purchase anyone, but because his friend wants to purchase someone. And he's like, I keep getting fucked over. People keep stealing my shit. I keep getting women that are just taking my shit. I'm not picking good women. And it's like, well, of course you're not. You're at an auction. Okay? You get them for seven day, seven nights or whatever. But the Duke agrees. He's like, I'll go with you. Whatever. And he's like sitting there watching the auction happen. And the guy picks his woman. He's like, oh, yeah, sure. It's good enough. And then they get to the last little lady that gets auctioned off. And it happens to be Eliza. And he goes, oh, shit. I know her. He goes, she looks familiar. Why does she look familiar? And then it hits him. He's like, oh shit, it's my dead best friend's sister. <laughs> He's like, I can't allow her to get bought. So people start bidding because, you know, virgins and whatnot. Yeah. And he, obviously one other person is like bidding 20, 20,000 something or another. And then he's like, oh fuck, 25. And then the other guy's like 30. And this Blackwood's like, God damn it. And then he bids 50,000 on her. And she's like, wow, I can't believe he bought that. She doesn't know who he is, so eventually they like, they're like, here's the person that won you. And they recognize each other. Like, she's like, oh, you're you, why did you buy me? And he's like, he then realizes that, you know, Eliza and her sister weren't left in a good situation, and he yeah. feels guilty about it. And you're like, well, why would you feel guilty? You didn't kill him. Oh, but he feels side like he eye. He him. feels guilty <laughs> because the brother was murdered, and he was murdered because this guy was fucking around with a girl, 
but gave him the other guy's name. So they weren't meant to kill him, but oh, they killed yeah. the brother instead because, you know, name mix-up. Yeah. And it turns out that this friend group of three guys did this all the time. They just used each other's names right. to fuck around. Well, it caught up to him, and the brother dies. So he feels like, crap, I didn't check up on them. I did nothing for five years. I just, I thought they went to live with their aunt in wherever. Like, somewhere else. It turns out they didn't, and now he's like, huh? And he's like, I'll just give you the 50000 She's like, absolutely the fuck not. You're gonna fuck me for my 50000 Like, we are exchanging goods here. She's like, I don't want to have to owe you anything because I'm not taking money for free. She's like, we're doing this. And he's like, no, we're not. So she tries to, like, seduce him at every turn. It's amazing because she's like, she's... She doesn't know what she's doing. She knows enough, but not enough. And it's amazing. Yeah. She's like, I can do this. And it's like, okay. And he's just horny, so it doesn't really matter. Right. And I, I just enjoy it. But, yeah, every time he's like, I can't, I can't be with you, I can't do you, you're, you're my best friend's sister. And she's like, he's fucking dead? He can't do anything, he's dead? And, like, that's her argument every time, because he keeps well, bringing a, it up. it's a good argument. Yeah, and she's like, he's gone. Like, what are you doing? He's dead. He's not here. He, he can't hurt you. Yeah, he, she just keeps, like bringing that up and he's like yeah but I can't and she's like but you you can though and he's like no let me like set you all up and like so you can live your lifestyle that you used to live she's like well I don't want that I don't like that I had no freedoms in this world of Mayfair (laughs) she's against it completely because she's like "Eh." and he's like well why don't you want to be in fancy dresses and nice things and have all of your people to take care of you and she's like "Mm, no she just, she's like, I don't want it. And he's baffled by this. <laughs> like, constantly, like, he's going, why aren't you just taking the money? And she's like, I will not have another man control me because you gave me money. So she's determined to get the exchange of goods. Right. Eventually it happens, but then she's like, I don't want anything to do with you because she finally figures out, like, the backstory with the brother of yeah. him dying. And she's like, ugh, I don't like you anymore. And she leaves. She also, the f- the first night, like, they did stuff. Not sex, but they were, like, fooling around. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna take you home. Just wait for me. You think that bitch waited? Out the window. She left. She just straight up left. And then he's, like, hunting her down on the streets of this, like, bad town. And he's like, you live here? <laughs> But she's like, he's like, you're not going to be safe here. She's like, I've lived here for five years. I'm fine. But he's like constantly going, I don't know. And she just shutting him down every time. It's amazing. This story had more plot than all of the other five novellas. Well, so she's real smart. She like, they hung, when they used to hang out when they were kids, he would, she would like do math problems and everyone's like, you shouldn't be smart. You're a lady. You just need to marry right. rich and stuff. You shouldn't have dirty hands. Yeah. And he always gave her math problems and stuff. So, eventually, what happens is, is he pays for the sister to go to, like, a healthcare place. I don't remember what it was called. But pays for all that. So, his the sister leaves and, like, goes to, you know, get better. And he 
takes, he's been sending her these math problems, like, in the mail as, like, apologies, and she'll, like, solve them, and her sister's been taking them and, like, giving them back to Blackwood, and he sent them to, like, a university, and she gets an acceptance letter of, like, we would like for you to come to our university, because that was her goal anyways, to be smart, and she confronts him, she's like, did you pay them? money to take me and he's like no I just gave him your math problems that you solved you dumb bitch because <laughs> she was convinced like he was doing it you know paying for everything and everything and he was like no you did this all on your own I just gave them the the stuff and they decided to that you were good enough to get in and then they were he was like well I don't want to be away from you or whatever and they realized, you know, they, they realized that they, they liked caught each the other. feelings. They, fell they in had love. the feelings before, but he was like, I can't let you leave because she wanted to go to America. And he's like, I can't let you do that. And that's before she, like, just straight up was like, peace, and then hid from him for weeks at a time. But when they finally get back together, he moves with her so she can attend university, so she can do the things she wants. All I know is I loved it. It's, it's 99 cute. pages. I recommend you read it. <laughs> I don't care that I told you everything that happened. <laughs> read it. The girl is just like, why would I want to have these things that you think are so great? I had no freedom. I have freedom now. I may not make much and I may be very hungry. <laughs> but I'm living my life the way I want. And he's just baffled by it every time. He's like, you don't want these things? She's like, no. No. <laughs> But yeah, so it doesn't turn into her like giving up her life at all. He just like yeah. he's like, I'll follow you, I guess. And so she, in the middle, like they have sex, and there's like still five nights left or something, yeah, or four, however many. And he's like, Well, I'm not doing you again. That was a lapse of judgment. But I will let you do my accounting for my household that I've let <laughs> go in array. And she's like, Why have you done this? Like you are, you really fucked up. <laughs> Is basically what she is doing every time she, like, does the books. And then she's just like, you're in, like, really bad shape. But that's how he, how she works for the rest of her money. But eventually she's like, I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want your money. I want nothing. And she leaves. And then the sister's like, maybe you should, like, you know, chase after her. Because she's, like, real upset with your ass. But Yeah. It's like 99 pages. Yeah. A solid hour read. It's worth it. You might as well do it. (laughs) But those are the only things I got. Yeah. Okay. Do you have red flags or triggers? I feel like, I do have to say, No Place to Hide sounds like a red flag all over the field. Oh, it's the whole thing! For one, you're in a carnival. For two, you're in a carnival. For three, (laughs) you're in a carnival. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? And the guy then says, like, you you can either leave right now or you stay and accept what happens. Maybe think twice. He did give you a safe word that you never used. That's on you. Okay? <laughs> that is on you. That's, that, that whole book's a red flag. Whole thing. Also, let me see. Red flag... For the games we play, he don't take off his mask when you're interviewing and you've already signed NDAs. 
You already signed your life away saying I'm not going to disclose information about his personal identity. And he keeps it on. He answers the door in it. Red flag. That's all I got. <laughs> like, bitch, you use a walking red flag. I don't, I don't have much for my two books. I suppose it's a red, I don't know. I feel like Harry is green flags all over the play. Just because. <laughs> he is down for like, everything. As a, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, maybe, I think for some people that would be like, there's something wrong with this man. <laughs> but all I do is just adore him so far. <laughs> I think maybe we should add green flags as a thing. Because sometimes I like read about a thing and I'm like, Yes. 100% yes. I am here for you. Like, this guy and his parents, I don't even care. He he is a sore about it, but he's still going along with yeah. it. That's a green flag. He's yeah, trying. You know, if you are, like, a great player, <laughs> if you're like, yeah, you know, this might as well happen. Let's just see. Green flag. <laughs> yeah. We're, you know what? I'm, I think I'm making it a thing. I'm adding it to our outline. Because... Sometimes I just read things and I'm like, you know what? I'm completely down. <laughs> yeah, green. green flag. Carry on. You know, Daisy running away to Scotland that was a red flag for literally everyone else in the book, but I'm like, no, good for her. Good for her. Right? Good for her. <laughs> I, mean, I should have said she also has an uncle who came with her and the uncle's the only one that's like, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm fishing every day. Like, I'm having my best time. I'm in a manly lodge. I'm having a great time. <laughs> and every other English person there is like, what's going on? Like, Is there uh, a Scottish behind that? This guy's grass? just like casting his line. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> I caught a fish today. <laughs> They're catching barrels of fish. The man does not stop fishing. Like, at one point, she walks around the house, and she runs into a barrel of fish. You are lying. <laughs> There's not going to be a fish, any fish in that pond. I think it runs into the ocean. I think they'll be okay. Oh, okay. That's fair, then. But, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> did, you, did you find any reviews? Oh, you know what? I haven't even looked. Oh, man. I got distracted. Do you let me be... Oh, also, the wishing for champagne kisses is also a part of a larger series. This oh, is silver lining number six. I did not know that going in. They're all part of a long, larger series, though. I mean, the I mean, sinful Scottish Laird is part of the Highland Grooms. If they're the, standalones, though, it's fine. The accidental abduction is part of the Lord of Rakes. The Viscount and the Vixen that I read last week is part of another, like, Hellions or something. If they're standalones, it's fine. However, if it's a prequel, I'm still pretty pissed. <laughs> like, if they're interconnected and I yeah. didn't know about it, I'm mad, Morgan. I'm I do mad. want you to look at the cover for the sinful Scottish Laird because I hate the way that they're dressed. The way that she's dressed. The Scotsman she is fine. She looks like she belongs in a Christmas novel. I, right. Like, one, they chose, like, Christmassy. Um, Are these even the same people? Whatever. But she oh. is also, like, dressed in a very slutty... <laughs> Scottish inspired dress. Did you see this one? No. On the inside? No, I didn't see the one on the inside. Oh my god. They had different outfits for this day of, of shooting. Where's their legs? I wouldn't worry about it. No one needs legs when you're all smut. No, I, their legs are gone completely. Like, I think they snipped. Oh yeah, they their definitely placed them and, and then hid it behind the grass. He needs legs. She also needs legs. I know, but you can hide it behind a gown at least. 
I swear. This is the first um, Scottish novel that I read. Because they're all usually the English gentry. That's fair. I don't know how I feel about the depiction of the Scots in it. It is like you are clearly going for wild, untamed men with this. Like, that is the mythos that is being drawn upon. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, I found a review for Wishing for Champagne Kisses. Yeah. They wrote, this is a cute book. Started it to ring in the holiday. Had good spice storyline. Way predict too predictable and felt rushed. Bitch, it's 99 pages. If you want a full novel, get a full novel. You can't fit. It's gotta be rushed. You gotta get somewhere. And then someone else wrote, Character development, 2 out of 5. Spicy scenes, 4 out of 5. So we'll split the difference. 3 out of 5. Got some math going on there. <laughs> I know, that one, like, they really wrote some things. But honestly, that, that, that novella was good, too. For the simple Scottish layered, I'll hold off for an accidental abduction oh. reviews. Yeah, you can't tell me. There is a giant... Uh, review, but I like the way it starts. Uh, by Sydney K. Okay. I must ask myself, was I in a bad mood when I read Sinful Scottish Laird? I examined myself. I wasn't in a bad mood. Nothing was going on in my life. I wasn't mad at anyone. My feelings were not hurt. I was not depressed. Feeling blue, filled with angst, or boohooing. For whatever reason, I once again found myself in the minority position of not liking a book everyone else seems to be crazy about. Let me be a little more explicit. This book was almost a DNF. <laughs> I said almost. There's a few reasons why I didn't. Apparently Julia London is an autobi author for her. Uh, uh, not for me. No. Alright, here's one that... I mean, if you knew, okay, it says, ain't a fan of short, kinky novellas related to Halloween. This is for the no place to hide. And still ain't. Unpopular opinion. The whole trope of hide and seek, run while I chase you, consent non-con, doesn't phase me, never will, like, please. It's way funner when there's no consent. Um, um no. For one, you don't, you already knew you didn't like this style of novella. Okay, you already said you didn't like Halloween. You don't like the run. It literally is called no place to hide. So you're telling me you went into this book knowing you weren't going to like it and then proceeded to say it would be way funner without consent and safe word. The safe word was never used, ma'am. I think the consent is hot. She went into this on her own free will. I'm sorry, but why is that a no-go for you? But then you don't like the Halloween shit? What are, what are we doing here? Okay? Whoever you are, what are we doing? They don't even have a real name, so I can't even call them out. It's it's like a little clock in a in, in a thing. I don't know. No real name. But come on. You knew you weren't gonna like it. You did you not see the cover? It's literally like screams Halloween. Halloween <laughs> Okay. Stupid. Tracy Lou uh said that there wasn't enough banging. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word she used. There's not enough banging in this one. Love Very it. Sinful. And I think that's true. I don't really... The only scene that really sticks out to me was um, the garden shed. <laughs> and they do have sex 
later. Yeah. It feels like it was all the time, I think, just because of how horny Daisy is the <laughs> entire book. This person, they wrote, I'll read just about anything to meet my reading goal, not gonna lie. That's you. Three stars. That's you. That is me. I am with you on that. Someone said that it feels like poorly read it, written fanfiction. Of what? Highlander? I have no idea what's going on I in Highlander. Know. I think there's time travel, though, so it doesn't quite make sense. Yeah. Oh, this person? Because, you know, this girl was shit at hiding. They wrote, hide? Yeah, right. More like stand under neon flashing light that says, Jackson, here I am. <laughs> That's fair. Some of them, her hiding spots one time was like, what are you doing? And then she like walks right into a cage to get her phone. And it's like, girl, how did that phone get in there? Why are you in the cage? But she did. She walked right in and then went, ah, claustrophobic. You went into it. With your eyes. You saw what was happening. You think that phone just landed in the middle? And you're like, oh, that's where I left it. It's not where you left it. <laughs> that was a trap. <laughs> that was. Yes. Oh, I meant... So on my Goodreads, I accidentally rated Soul to the Ducas four stars. I take that back. It's five. I don't know how it got that four star, but it should have been a five. Because I will... So... It was good. Oh, I, I like don't even story. remember what I rated these on Goodreads. I know I did. I know at the end of this year, I'm going to have to go back through and see if I still agree with some of my ratings. Because, you know, I've read a lot since then. Maybe my opinions have changed. Yeah, what did I give the Sinful Scottish Laird? I gave it, I gave it four out of five stars. That book made no impression on me. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Oh, I wrote a review for the Viscount and the Vixen from last week. I don't remember that. Oh, I remember that. Uh, <laughs> you remember that I wrote a review? I remember that you wrote a review. There. I gave it a three out of five star. That's amazing because I feel like I enjoyed that one better than just See, that's what I'm London. saying. I'm going to uh, have to go back through and see what I've rated things because I think my opinions have changed on a few. Oh yeah, I wrote I wrote in my review for the Viscount and the Vixen that I enjoyed the book, but the main drive between the MCs was sex, and about halfway through, I was over the sex and wanted plot. Yep. Yep. Oh, here's a review for Soul to the Duke, and this one says, I hate female main characters who put pride over their well-being. Like, what kind of idiot would rather live in squalor than accept help from her brother's friend? I roll emoji. The idiot in this book. Give me a female main character who will say, Why, yes, Sir Duke. I will gladly take the small fortune you're giving me with no strings attached. She's just a little suspicious. I'm suspicious. She's suspicious. She wanted her own life, okay? Pride over everything, bitch. Pride over everything. I don't Like, he was already trying to control her with the money he didn't give her yet. I don't agree. Rude. <laughs> also, she has more. She has a thousand. She has so many novellas. The next yeah. one I picked on my list, hold on, it was, I think, My Dirty Duke or something. And I laughed so hard at the name that I couldn't read it. <laughs> well, novellas, I mean... Yeah, My Dirty Duke. They're a minimum of, like, 20,000 words. Max 50. Mm -hmm. They gotta be so quick to, to turn around. 
But she has so many. Yeah, but I think my Dirty Duke might be next on my list just because it's a quick read. It's not bad. Okay, so we're still experiencing technical difficulties for Smut Bingo. <sighs> yeah. Do you want to look at the list again? I don't remember anything that's happening. Okay, the novellas, I can tell you right now, the full Smut ones, just all of it. Like, kid- <laughs> all of it. Just all of it. Not really kidnapping, but let me pick one and let me try to talk about it. Uh, games we play. I'll do it. I'm pretty sure there was ball tightening. I, I'm gonna, I'd almost put money on it. Don't know about mommy and daddy issues. Always a big dick. Okay? So big that it was, the words they used to describe the tightness when it, it, I can't. Okay? It was like, you're a little weird. I'm pretty sure they did the say you're mine. It's super, it's always super wet down there, you know? Just waterfall. Torrential downpour, Morgan. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just like leaking. Like a leaky faucet. Gross. Oh, God. I don't know. Dark eyes, that always happens, I feel like. Women are always tiny. They're like five foot. And they're 20 pounds. <laughs> they always taste good. Sweet tasting. Yeah. I don't know if we growled. We might have. Well, he did have his voice, so I'd say there was growling. I don't know about the grating dirty talk. I don't think there was. Oh, they weren't virgins. But, you know, it's smut. It was all smut. 99 pages of smut. There's two pages that maybe not were. I mean, if I dog-eared every chapter that had smut in it, I'd say... 18 out of the 20 had smut. Yeah. Like, it was just constant in your face. Smuttiness. <laughs> I don't think I have anything to contribute to smut. Like bingo, because I don't think I remember anything about what they did. Well, it's fine. Other than that she pushed him down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> taking control. Do you want me to pick another book? Go ahead. Pick another book. I want you to read something cozy. Oh, you don't... I hate it when you do this to me. I'll get in like a week or two of straight dark romance and you're like, you need something happy. Alright, what'd you pick? This is... Oh, right, okay. So I read this one. Uh-huh. And it's very dear. I love it. I was recently like, I want to reread Emily Wilde. <laughs> and then I realized you have Emily Wilde. So okay. to get it back, I so need you, you need to read it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Ulterior motives for this book pick. That means I'm going to have to read it immediately. Yes. Um, now, to be fair, it's you're not going to get smut in this one either. So, Fine. like, you can go very quickly through it. Um, because it is, like, YA. Maybe. The characters are adults. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but it's, like... Okay, it's, I can do it. Yeah. Um, and Emily Wilde's Encyclopedia of Fairies. It's just silly nonsense. You'll enjoy it. Okay. With like a touch of... Ac- it's like cozy academia. Yeah. Rather than dark academia. It's also all fake academia. Which that's, is the that's best. That's also helpful. That's the best part. Like she's made a whole fake area of study. Love it. That, that's the best. <laughs> to, to do this. I don't want anything real, to there's, be honest. There's also some like um, sh- fake academia nonsense going on. <laughs> Too, but I won't tell you about. You'll learn about it when you read it. Well, <laughs> but you know, there's some fraud going on. <laughs> to be fair, I'm trying to uh, bring in books that aren't just smut. It's yeah. not worked so well so far, but 
I like bought a few and now you're gonna have I'll read it. Okay. This, I'll get it. I hope that you enjoy it. Yeah. If anything, because I might throw hands. <laughs> I may I will make sure I sit but, like arms length away from you. Your while you, reviewing your this. expectations should definitely be like cozy nonsense. Okay. Not, I feel good. Yeah. I feel good. Okay. Yeah. It's just tomfoolery. I mean it looks like it, I mean it looks I it love looks so cute. the cover. Alright. Yep. We'll do it. Well, don't distract me. I will sit here and read this. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. We're done. <laughs> what are the things we need to do, Morgan? Um, you go onto Spotify and um, you follow us. You tell your friends. You, um, I, Spotify might have rolled out like star features for reviews. I'm not sure. Yeah. Amazon did this. Rate or so, review or yeah, something. Yeah, rate or review. Um, see you. Uh, you Bye.